But, you know, I want to ask you, you know, what's it like for, pe for people who don't know um, what is a team attendant and what is it like to be a team attendant? Okay, so a team attendant, we basically attend to the players, attend to the WNBA players. Um, so we, like, you know, make the Gatorade, we make the water. Mm -hmm. um, like, we rebound our warm-ups, we uh, fold the towels, and, like, we hand them the towels. Yeah. And it's, like, a lot of things going on. So. Yeah. So... What's it like when you're out there rebounding for Deladon, uh, Natasha Cloud, uh, you know, just to name a few? Um, first game, I was kind of like starstruck because mm -hmm. it was like, oh, my gosh, Elena Deladon, I've been watching her since I was 12 years old. Right. Now I'm 19 and I'm rebounding for her. So it's like, it's like crazy. Yeah. And, um, yeah, it's like, it's like starstruck with a lot of players, but, uh. I get used to it over time, but mm -hmm. it's it's still pretty cool. So talk about what's so important about your job as a team attendant. Like, what do you do? You know, I, I know you, you know, we talked about it, but what what makes your job so important that helps, you know, the team be successful, you know, you know, in the court? Uh, we make sure the players are like ready for the game mm -hmm. and they're like they're like taken care of during the game and right. also taken care of after the game. Right. So we make sure like everything is going well. So during warms, we make sure the players are warmed up. So during the game, if they hit like, you know, like five threes in a row, right. like we get like at least a little credit. Right. So, right. Because we got them warmed up and they're ready. And next, you know, they're on fire. Right. So during the game, say somebody falls and, and it's, you know, the ground is sweaty. Yes. What do you, what do you, that's when you come in, right? Yes. That's where <laughs> I come in. So I'm sitting sideline by like the photographers mm -hmm. so i'm sitting sideline and if a player falls on the floor i immediately get up and i run over there and i try to mop the floor whenever it's whenever it's a dead ball right so here's the thing you gotta do it like real quick because mm -hmm. when the referee he tries to like he try to start the play back up again like real quickly right. so i'll be running in i'll be trying to get the ref's attention and be like hold on wait a second like wait a minute wait a second right and then the ref will be like okay okay right so I mean, yeah. I hope they don't give me a delay a game one day. One day, right? Uh, <laughs> if they do, I'll be upset. You're just doing your job, pretty much. Yeah, I'm just doing my job. Make sure nobody gets hurt. Right. Because if someone gets hurt, then it's on me, and I'm gonna feel bad. Well, how do you feel about WBA players? Um, and you know their salary cap, you know, versus you know how they get paid, and the reason why they have to go overseas is probably more their you know paying gigs. Uh, I think it's unfair because like they're the best best basketball players in the world mm -hmm. and they gotta like play at home in the United States of America right. and they gotta go overseas to a country probably never even heard of right and like they gotta get used to the culture mm -hmm. and then they gotta like make sure like they're actually surviving mm -hmm. and it's I just think it's unfair mm -hmm. and it's just that's just hard mm -hmm. and the Looking at the the CBA, mm -hmm. that WNBA is about to opt out, mm -hmm. even though the season's over, they already opted out. Mm -hmm. But uh, they were getting paid like twenty percent mm -hmm. of like the league's earnings, and the NBA is getting paid like fifty percent of the league's earnings. Right. And I just think like that's a huge cap. Mm -hmm. Like they can ball, like right, <laughs> they right. can ball just like them, because ballers recognize ballers no matter the gender. Right. Right. And. Yeah, I just think that's just unfair. Yeah. Like, yeah. I agree. So how do you feel about that? You know, WBA players, um, they just they just won a championship and yeah. they can't really take the time to celebrate it because most of them have to go overseas. 
um, and because they are, you know, signed a contract. So how do you feel about that? That WNBA players have to leave, you know, so suddenly right after the season. They just played, you know, tough series. Yeah. Yeah. I just think it's unfair. Mm-hmm. It's like you went from like a playoff series, like back to back, like each game, and uh, now you got to focus on another season mm-hmm. in like less than a week. Right. And you gotta like mentally prepare for it, physically prepare for it, spiritually prepare for it. Right. So it's just it's just another long six, seven, eight months of right. just just hard work and just wear and tear. Wear and tear. And it's yeah. just it just it's just mentally takes an effect on your body. So right. it's just hard. Washington Mystics just won, you know, the championship. Um, I remember we were on the phone going back and forth, like <laughs> excited whether they were going to win. And you had this confidence that you knew they were going to win, that you booked your flight. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you booked your flight coming home, you know, expecting to celebrate. Yes. Um, talk about that experience when you came home and, you know, it didn't quite work out the way you thought it was. All right. So uh, game four, mm-hmm. we were up 3-2 in the series. No, not well. Two, we were up 2-1 mm-hmm. in the series, 2-1. Uh, we were up 2-1. We lost game four, so series tied 2-2. Right. So in order to take my frustrations out after the loss, mm-hmm. uh, I bought my tickets on Southwest. So I bought my ticket, and I was like, we're going to win. I sent it to you, and right. I was like, I'm coming home. Right. So um, so the game five was on October 10th, uh-huh. Thursday. Right. So I'm thinking if we win, mm-hmm. celebration is going to be on Saturday, October 12th. Right. So I was like, okay. All right, this is it. This is gonna be good. Yeah. So Thursday comes, game five, October tenth. Uh, we win. Right. We win. I'm I'm happy. I'm celebrating. Like, I'm coming home. We're gonna have the celebration. It's gonna be crazy. Yeah. And um, so after the game, I studied because I had three midterms the next day. Mm-hmm. And uh, after that, so I read like an article from SB Nation mm-hmm. that the celebration was on October eleventh. Yeah. Never wanted that to happen. Yeah. I was I was hurt. I was hurt. Right. Like yeah. I was like, why am I coming home? Right. Like, right. I was hurt. I was hurt. That was the whole point of coming home. Yeah. <laughs> we grew up playing basketball. Yes. You know, we talked about it and it's pretty much been our life. Yes. Like <laughs> we we love basketball and just just talk about how much, you know, you as a you know, as a person, as a, you know, individual, how much you love basketball. Just seeing, you know, me playing really women's basketball and then you know of course it's bad men's basketball but just talk about your your involvement interaction with women's basketball and how, you know just being a part of the mystics like mm-hmm. you know and how much you love seeing them play like that's you know that's something you know you're really passionate about yeah um i basically grew up with women's basketball yeah so like out the womb because right. you were already playing right. so <laughs> <laughs> so you were already playing so like I basically learned the game of basketball. I basically learned the rules, the fundamentals. Mm-hmm. So, I I learned that from women's basketball. So, like, mm-hmm. I never like, I was, I was never like a troll. Like mm-hmm. those online trolls, like, oh, kitchen, like, oh, get back in the kitchen, mm-hmm. or like, oh, make me my sandwich. Like, I wasn't like one of those. Like, I was like, okay, yeah. I'm watching, I'm learning, I'm having fun, yeah. and like, it's like it's all beneficial at the same time. Mm-hmm. So, like. I, I just think it's like a part of me. Uh, what advice would you give, um, you know, someone who's in your position, 
sophomore in college or maybe be their freshman year in college, you know, just talk about your experience, that transition, you know, at Morehouse and what advice would you give them? Time management. Mm -hmm. Time management is key and staying true to yourself because you can like go to college and you try to like, you know, fit in, but it's, it's okay not to fit in. It's mm -hmm. okay to just stay true to yourself, stay reserved to yourself and be yourself. Mm -hmm. Don't try to be someone else all because they got a certain amount of followers on Twitter or Instagram. Mm -hmm. Just just enjoy. If you have five followers on Instagram, for example, be happy you got five followers. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, don't, don't worry about that pretty yeah, much. Yeah, don't it's... worry about that because at the end of the day, it's nothing. Because yeah. Instagram is going to die one day. Twitter is going to die one day. So just be happy with what you have. Be happy with who you are as a person. Mm -hmm. And it's okay to be yourself. And time management is very key because I've seen a lot of people on campus have poor time management mm -hmm. and they just freak out. Mm -hmm. And it's it's very key to have time management because you have things organized. You keep yourself on a float. You keep mm -hmm. yourself afloat and you just do this, you do that, and you, you're not stressed out. Mm -hmm. Like You're not stressed out mm -hmm. and you just keep doing what you're doing. So just talk about like the importance of like networking, you know, and basically, you know, you know, we talked about it um, pretty much how you, you know, you reached out, you asked like, hey, you know, I'm interested, you know. So talk about like somebody, a young um, student that's in college, right, going to their sophomore year or, you know, maybe in high school and they're looking for an opportunity. They want to be in, in, you know, in your shoes. What mm -hmm. would you tell them? you know, what you did and what they could do to get it, to get the same opportunity? Um, so with me, um, with the team attendant for the Mystics, so I just sent an email to my supervisor mm -hmm. and um, she, I sent her my, I sent her an email, my resume, mm -hmm. cover letter, right. like what I did and, mm -hmm. and it just worked out for me and it's yeah. okay to ask. Right. It's okay to ask, and even if you get rejected, at least you ask, mm -hmm. and they'll probably send your name. They'll probably give you another opportunity, that probably that you may not want, but at least it's an opportunity for you to do something for yourself that you can improve. Right. When you're out there on the floor, um, you know, doing your job, of course, were you able to interact and network with, you know, with other people, and you know, just talk about being in that atmosphere and you know what that does, you know, what that does for you. Um. Yeah. You interact with a lot of people. You interact. With your colleagues, you interact with the players, mm -hmm. coaches, mm -hmm. sometimes even the fans. Mm -hmm. So and it's it's a pretty great it's a great experience. Yeah. So it's like it's it's like all right, you're talking to your colleague, next thing you know, you're talking to Natasha Cloud. Mm -hmm. So it's it's like pretty amazing. It's like wow. So oh, yeah.
basketball. We grew up playing basketball. Yes. You know, we talked about it, and it's pretty much been our life. Yes. Like, <laughs> we we love basketball, and just just talk about how much you know you as a you know as a person as a, you know individual how much you love basketball. Just seeing you know me playing really women's basketball, and then you know of course it's bad men's basketball. But just talk about your your involvement interaction with women's basketball and how, you know just being a part of the mystics like mm-hmm. you know and how much you love seeing them play like that's you know that's something you know you're really passionate about yeah um i basically grew up with women's basketball yeah so like out the womb because right. you were already playing right. so <laughs> so you were already playing so like i basically learned the game of basketball I basically learned the rules the fundamentals mm-hmm. so i learned that from women's basketball so like mm-hmm. i never like i was i was never like a troll like mm-hmm. those online trolls like oh kitchen going back to school next week you know you know i know you're probably still on the high so excited that you know the mystics won and, and stuff like that um you know what what can you take from you know this situation and co- you know just coming home and you know be, well first experience in being a part of an organization a championship like that um, but what can you take away from this experience? Um, just being part of the program, uh, it makes me, it made me feel young again. Because growing up, we were always on basketball. Right. Basketball, like, Monday through Sunday. Right. Basketball, basketball, basketball. Yeah. And um, it made me feel young again. It made me feel happy again. Because mm. uh, looking at the Mystics, it made me, like, it made me feel like, all right, I'm watching Taylor. So it made me feel like, all right, these are my sisters. And, like, I'm going to cheer them on. I got their back. Like, I'm going to go hard for them. Mm. So, they're going 100%. I'm going 100%. And it made me feel happy. made me feel young again. So, mm. it's really like a family. So, yeah. so, that's what it felt like. And I, I feel blessed to be a part of the situation. So, 